Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everyone? This is the Go Long Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading, making this podcast a part of your life. I'm Tyler Dunn, the founder of Go Long at golongtd.com. Just wrapping up a trip here in the beautiful Midwest. Hung out with the Minnesota Vikings for a few days, so you can be on the lookout for a, a ton of Vikings coverage in the coming weeks, really months. It's a really interesting team. In, in the meantime, I just had an idea. I thought it'd be great if we could somehow, you know, incorporate the podcast with what's going on over at the newsletter. So we've got a lot of features and profiles in the written form at the at the newsletter. And <clears throat> let's tease it a little bit. I, I just want to share some of the audio clips from the interviews, from the stories that I have over at Go Along here in the podcast to give everybody a feel for what's going on if you'd like to subscribe. So... Uh, today, Friday, June 3rd, we have a story on Michael Carter II with the New York Jets. So the Jets, another really interesting team this offseason. You know, I think they've always kind of gone for that flashy signing, that flashy head coach hire, um, drafting high year in, year out, a lot of losing. But it just feels like there might be some tangible progress this time around, I mean, in the same draft, I don't think it's hyperbolic to suggest that GM D- Joe Douglas might have found a number one corner, a number one running back, a number one receiver, and a number one edge rusher all in the same draft. And that's kind of how they're building this time around. It, it's careful, it's calculating, and it all kind of boils down to whether or not Zach Wilson's any good, which we don't we don't know yet. Quarterback is so important. and. We don't know what directions that, that's going to go, but I think a collection of guys like Michael Carter II is what could really lead the Jets back to relevancy. And, and you might be thinking of Michael Carter, the running back. No, we're talking about Michael Carter, the slot corner on defense. He's he's tough. Um, he, you know, he, he didn't really give up any big plays on a defense that gave up a ton of big plays. The Jets finished dead last. And points allowed, yards allowed. First time that's happened in franchise history 
since 1975. And for those keeping track at home, Gerald Ford was our president then. So please check out the full story uh, at Go Long. I think you'll enjoy it. I uh, chatted with Michael Carter II for a long time. He's a, he's a quiet guy. He's a humble guy. But really, if they're going to, if they're going to quote unquote flip the division like he hopes they do, it's going to take a lot of guys like him, just guys who bust ass and work hard and clock in, clock out. It, it's not necessarily, you know, giving T.O. the key to the city or, or inking, you know, the Dominican sued the huge contract the Dolphins did once upon a time. It's it, it's guys like this. So uh, here on the podcast, I'm going to share a, a few of his thoughts on some various topics. And like I said, for the full story, you can just head over to go long. Okay, to start off, here's Michael Carter II on what gives him optimism that the Jets can't turn things around. They were competitive against some really good teams, and he's eager to get things going in 2022. Um, definitely what I think the, you know, the culture that we kind of set the foundation to build as far as, um, you know, last season was solid and the whole new staff coming in and then now, um, you know, with the youth we had as a whole team, you know, guys got that a little bit, just a, a year more of experience. You know, all the rookies aren't rookies anymore. Well, we technically are, but until the, I think like three games into the season or something like that. Okay. But, uh, you know, just having that, a little bit of that experience of what it's like and also like, you know, what it takes to, to win games. And it's, it's always, you know, those, those, the inches. Um, the inches matter and those details, you know, being off, um, you know, that's how games are won and lost. So um, definitely optimistic about, you know, how we built the the culture up and how solid and, and everybody built the culture up for us last season. Um, and then just the experience coming back of guys, you know, just being hungry and wanting to be that group that, um you know, just flips everything around and being the, the, um, you know, the, I don't know the word, I guess like the stepping stones to making this thing great. Um, and I feel like, uh, you know, everybody on the team, you know, is, is hungry to do that. So it was, it was awesome to see everybody and see everybody's, um, you know, everybody's kind of got the same mindset of attacking, you know, every single day and attacking, um, every day, you know, leading up to the season and then, you know, dominating that aspect too. All right. And then we also got into his upbringing a little bit. Uh, he had a grandmother who battled ALS and passed when he was about eight years old. And then later on, when Michael Carter II entered the eighth grade, his father put a poster up on his bedroom door and the basement door with a few words that still resonate to this day. So uh, here's Michael Carter II on that pivotal moment, eighth grade, when he really got into football and really got into committing himself to the sport and putting in the work that's necessary. The opportunity, I guess, of embracing that role of, you know, hopefully being a, a core guy going forward in the future. Um, just going back to, I would say, you know, the way I was kind of brought up from my uh, uh, my dad and just, you know, he always he used to put a a uh, a poster on my door 
when I was finally like, you know what, I want to commit to football and, you know, get better in that. So he used to put this, he put a poster on my door in our basement because we had a little gym in there. And it was just, you know, it said refuse to accept mediocrity. And, you know, I kind of lived, tried to live by that, um, you know, ever since then. This is probably like eighth grade or something like that. Um and so just refusing to accept mediocrity always, you know, never being complacent and, and happy with where you are because there's always room for improvement. Um, you know, being able to be coachable um, because, you know, you can always get better. Uh, so, and then I think just being, it's interesting because, you know, I've always been a, a more reserved type of person but the the higher up I've gone like from high school and into college and then my senior year I was a team captain and and kind of continuing to break out of that shell and be one who's the voice for those who are you know behind me and in front of me as well and being able to speak up for you know a lot of people Um, I'm still working on that and that's something you know, I hope to continue to get better at, but, um, you know, I'll take it back to just that when that poster got put up on my door, um, you know, that drove me all the way to this point and continues to, you know, drive me to, to continue to strive to be great. Like the other great, uh, defensive players in this league. Such a fascinating point in the off season for the New York Jets was when it seemed like they had a shot at Tyreek Hill, right? There, there was, few hours there in the spring where the Jets and the Dolphins had offers ready, had contracts ready, and it was kind of on Tyreek Hill. Where do you want to go? Miami or New York? The Chiefs are going to send you to one or the other. And he obviously went to the Miami Dolphins, not the New York Jets. The Jets recovered pretty nicely. Garrett Wilson could be a stud out of Ohio State, getting him in the first round. But Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. So what is going through Michael Carter II's head? when he's kind of watching the same Twitter updates that all of us are watching, and he thinks, wow, Tyreek Hill might be my teammate. I might be facing Tyreek Hill day in and day out of practice too. Crap, I have to face Tyreek Hill twice a year as an opponent in the slot where he likes to operate. I asked him that question. Here's what he said. You know, I think the day the day of when we heard, okay, like, what I think whatever was happening, you know, it might have been unhappy or, you know, some things broke down with Kansas City. Yeah. And then we were in the mix or whatever. I was like, man, I hope we get him for the, you know, the fact he's a he's a beast, you know. Um, I mean, I can't knock him. He's a great wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Um, what he can add to a team is is crazy. Um, just with the speed, his contested catchability and all those things he offers and brings to the team. Um, but, you know, when he ended up going to uh, Miami, you know, I was like, dang, well, I wish we got him. But, you know, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, we're, we're in the NFL, so we got to cover the top guys and, uh, you know, tackle the top guys and things like that. So, you know, we're opponents and and I'm looking forward to all the all the games and the matchups and 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 everything that's gonna happen this season with every team we play. Um I feel like we're motivated and it's gonna be, you know, it's definitely gonna be a challenge. You know, that's a that's a fast team they got down here right now. 
Um, but, you know, our coaches are great. And, you know, we're going to have a plan. And now and then it'll be up to us to execute that plan. And, uh, you know, I feel good about where we're headed. I'm looking forward to, you know, everybody we matched up against this season. And, I mean, that's how you get – you know, that's how you, you make a name for yourself, you, you know, covering – Tyreek Hills, Stephon Diggs, and, you know, all the guys, Jalen Waller, all the guys we've got in this division. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, that's that's the challenge. It's a great challenge, but it's able to be done. Um, you know, looking forward to it. Uh, and I'm going to put the work in and make sure I'm at my best when, that, when the time comes. And I know all the guys on the team, you know, we're going to be looking – we're going to be – um, you know, working hard and, and making sure we're, we're at our top level of competition to, you know, to be able to compete um, with, with anybody who's on the other side of the field. And, of course, we had to discuss his quarterback. That's what the sport all boils down to. If you've got the quarterback, you've got a shot, even in the AFC. If not, Godspeed surviving the season with your sanity in check. So Zach Wilson, he can go either way. You know, there were moments there his rookie season when he made that throw that made you think, holy cow, he's got a shot. Not many quarterbacks can make that throw. He also only threw nine touchdowns in 13 games, was sacked 44 times, and completed 55% of his passes. Here's what Michael Carter II had to say. Zach's really, you know, he's a humble guy and, and personable and approachable and, you know, humble and hungry for sure. I feel like he's definitely one of the hardest workers. Um, he's diligent and he knows what he expects out of himself. Obviously, he knows what other people expect of him because, you know, you got high expectations being Zach Wilson. But I think he has higher expectations for himself. And that's only propelled him to get better every week and um, is going to keep propelling him to, um, you know, be a, 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 you know, a Super Bowl quarterback and all the things that, you know, he can be for the team, you know, that's awesome. Great quarterback. Um, you know, can't wait to compete against him and, and him make us better and we make him better. And then, you know, we go out and win games together. Alrighty, for the full story, be sure to head on over to golongtd.com or, or check your emails if you do subscribe. It's in there as you listen to this, I'd imagine. I uh, really enjoyed getting to know Michael Carter II, the New York Jets. And for that other New York team, the Giants, we're going to get back to them very soon. I uh, have been talking to folks about their first-round pick. I should say they're one of their first-round picks, right? Kayvon Thibodeau. Did they get the best player in the draft? Maybe at five overall. It was a risk. It was a gamble. Um, some teams might have saw a red flag there. The Giants most certainly did not. So uh, we're going to get into that a little bit of go along and have some really big plans for, for down the line. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to share with a friend. That's how we get this thing to grow. And if this is something you enjoyed, let me know. Uh, I'll definitely keep doing it just to try to you know, cross-pollinate the newsletter and the podcast best we can. Thank you so much. And also mailbag questions. Be sure to shoot that, shoot those mailbag questions on over to golongtd at gmail.com. I'll get to those uh, next week or the week after as well.
Thanks, everyone.